I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. Why, Johnny Ringo. You look like somebody just walked over your grave. Fight's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. <clears throat> Play for blood, remember? I was just fooling about. I wasn't. <laughs> and you're listening to episode 16 <laughs> of the Breastplate Podcast. The reason we're laughing is uh, I did that as a test run without hitting record just to see if I was right. And I was, so thank you for confirming that. Then oh. I hit record. I'm like, yeah, you see? I know now. 16. I'm an encourager. Uh, yes, my name is Ian. I'm Seth. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast press play. We're on uh, a lot of the streaming services, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and we're on YouTube. So uh, you can follow us there as well. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for sure. Uh, next week, looking forward to, uh, just go ahead and let you know now, we usually do it at the end, but I'm excited because yes. I have been thinking about this trilogy for a long time. I am ready for, I'm ready to just tear the prequels apart. So am I. It's, Star Wars month is approaching. Yes. And after that will be the original trilogy and then the two new movies, not Solo or Rogue One. We're sticking no. to the Skywalker, uh, series. And then after that... We'll have seen the Rise of Skywalker, and we'll be able to actually get it out and record that episode. So that's Star Wars month, the schedule for you. I don't know what we're going to do afterwards. I don't really care because that's, that's like four weeks. Yeah, we'll think of that later. So today uh, we're talking about Tombstone, mm-hmm. one of the greatest uh, Westerns I've ever seen, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes, this might be my favorite Western. I had the most fun watching this film. Yes, it is a lot of fun to watch, uh, and really, just get just diving right into it. It's really because of Val Kilmer for me. He steals the movie. Yes, he does. Like one hundred percent, or like one hundred percent reason I think this movie is as good as it is is because of Val Kilmer. Kurt Russell is wonderful, but it's not as good without him. Yeah, and so was Powers Booth, um, and uh, the guy who played. Uh, uh, Ringo. Uh, uh, that was John Bean. John, yeah. No, what, Michael Bean. Michael no, Bean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Different Terminator. Yeah. Yes, I was going to say, a freaking. Uh, <laughs> what's his name in Terminator? Damn it. This is why. Yeah, great performances all around, I think. Uh, except for Bill Paxton, who was. He was not ja- my favorite actor ever. He's not the worst in this movie. There are definitely movies where he does not shine. But I tolerate him the most in this film. That's probably what it is. I, that's other, the best way to put it. Is I tolerate him the most. Every other movie he's in, I just I, he makes my skin crawl. I can't put my finger on it. it I'm sure he's a wonderful man, but I he, just, you know he's dead, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure he was a wonderful man, but I just I can't stand it. It's fair, but uh, I think I tolerate him the second most in Twister, and after that maybe Aliens. <laughs> but that's it. But this one is probably because he's not. A central part of the film that when he shows up, it doesn't take yeah. you out of the film. Yeah, because I can I can believe that Sam Elliott and Kurt Russell and all these people are in a western. I can't. He is so out of it. He does not belong he's, here. He's out of place. I think he is miscast. Yes, he definitely was. 
But uh, getting back to Val Kilmer, I mean, I don't know how this performance didn't get more attention than it did. I don't even, like, was he, was he even nominated for no. this role? Because if he wasn't, then that's just a travesty. No, he wasn't. That's ridiculous because he killed it absolutely 100%. That's one of the best Doc performances Holiday. I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And he, he he just comes out of the gate swinging. The very first time you see him, you're like, well, this is my favorite character. First time I watched the movie, I'm like, I love yep. this guy. This is, this is, this is what, is he in this a lot? He, he is? Okay, good. <laughs> and I love the way they, they, uh, they uh, forecast that because <laughs> whenever Sam Elliott's talking, he's like, uh, like, I don't really care for him. And then, and then Kurt Russell says, "Yeah, well, he makes me laugh." And then yeah. the next scene is him in the exactly. Game. And yeah, that's and he. What's he doing? He's making you laugh. Absolutely. And oh, the dialogue he gives. He has the best lines in this. He movie. he absolutely does. And what I think is great is that I know that Kurt Russell is like the main character, but. It really, a lot of stuff is just happening around him, and that includes Doc Holliday, because you're just kind of watching all this stuff. He's just kind of, he's in the center of the of the frame, but all this other stuff is happening around him, yeah. and most of it is what is what Doc is doing. So a lot, a lot of the times, it is. Well, Doc's there to back him up a lot. Um, Doc does cause a lot of problems. He does. And, but but I, the, the first problem that they had was the fact that he was a lawman. Uh, the Cowboys. Yeah, but at the same time, it's really he he is. I wouldn't say he's causing the problem, but he's definitely the focus of the problem because they're the ones that are you know antagonizing him, and he's just trying to drink and win money and just be mm-hmm. left alone. And Johnny Ringo comes in looking for a fight. So, and it, and then again later on when he's just Doc is just sitting on a porch and they start trying to start a fight and Doc just jumps in like hey I'll fight I don't give a, I don't care if you want to fight him I'll fight you yeah right so really he's not the problem it's it's the Cowboys he's just he just ready to die yeah they came into a very bad situation that town was already at its probably most corrupt by the time the Earps got there yeah um and I mean that's that's historically accurate too um. This movie does romanticize the Earps a lot. If you look back at, at, at history, um, you could you could see and read that the people in Tombstone didn't really think too highly of them. They thought they were swindlers. They they were out only for themselves to make money. That shows a little bit of this in this movie. They it it really does because at the beginning, you know, the the mayor or whatever is asking them like, "Hey, we need a, a really good, strong police force." He's like, "I'm not here for that. I'm here to make money and move on." Right. So it kind of does focus on that, even when uh, I can't remember. I think it was it uh, Sam Elliott's character. Was it Virgil? It's Virgil. Yeah, and he's he's even noticing that they can help, and uh, Wyatt and Bill Paxton, whose name I will not learn because I don't care. <laughs> Uh, it's Morgan. They, yeah, they don't. They don't care at all. They're just like, hey, we should buy this bar. You're like, screw it. Let's just make. Let's just make our own fortune. They don't give a damn. You know, Virgil's conscience started to get the best of him. Yeah. Um, that scene where the the uh they're just riding through town on the horses shooting, and those kids almost get run over. Yeah. And he just looks at the woman who's been scarred in the face with a knife, and yeah, it's it, it's an important turning point in the film. It is because that start in the film that starts the whole Clanton thing. Um, really, that's when the fight happens. Yes, and I, I mean, I totally, I totally get the turn, but I, I don't quite understand why they didn't just call 
did they ever even try to call for help, or was it just like, hey, let's just take care of this ourselves? Well, they had law. The lawmen there were corrupt. Um, well, I mean, it wasn't they? They established that he was. What was what was he before he was before uh, he was in Tombstone? He, he was, was a peacekeeper yeah. in uh, in uh, Dodge City. I don't quite know what that is. Well, they call him a peacekeeper. He was he was a marshal. Yeah, why not just I don't know telegram or write a letter or the, the, it just seems like there were there should be some kind it's, of it, organization it, set up to deal with this. Well, it's because they put themselves so far into it, and it became personal uh, with the Clantons and the. Uh, and the uh, what's the other family's name? The McLowrys. Yeah, I don't. I it's the people they fought in the uh, OK Corral in the in the alley. Yeah, I was just about to say. I've just seen the movie. I don't. I don't know a whole lot <laughs> about the the historical accuracies of the movie. I just love guns and. Well, no, I mean they show this in the film. They they've gotten so intertwined into the community, and they're making money off of these people. And when they try to stop it, all hell breaks loose. Because this is the first uh, real, legitimate, organized crime unit in America. Mm. Hmm. Well, I did not know that. <laughs> I'm, I was out there with the audience. I was like, "What? Go, what, what else you got? I, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that." But the uh, no, the, the Cowboys are a great antagonist. Yeah, um, I they, love. Uh, they know how to push their buttons. They're they're. Uh, I don't know his name, uh, but they're they're basically like head honcho or whatever. Not Johnny Ringo, the other guy. Oh, Curly Bill. Yeah, love that guy. Yeah, he is awesome. Yeah, that's Powers Booth. Yeah, He's I knew his I knew his name. Actor. I didn't know his name in the film. I love that guy. Yeah, it just he has uh, apart from maybe uh, or apart from Doc Holliday, he had some of the best lines. Mm, yeah, he did. Just uh, my one of my favorites is it's two words. It's like because he's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want you to know it's over. Well, well bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> just just the way he said it was just so wonderful. And I I I've even caught oh, myself. Oh, the good fun on the good fun on the creek. Hey, what? How the hell are you? <laughs> yes, Power Smooth is awesome. But yeah, I, I found myself rewinding that moment a oh, million yeah. times just because it's one of my favorite gifts to send to people. Absolutely. It's like, oh, you know, so-and-so's not your friend anymore. Well, bye. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah, it's so wonderful. I, the, the script in this film is also is very tight. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of great dialogue. Nothing, nothing really strays far. Um, not really. I, I I don't care for the Maddie storyline. I who Maddie, his wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really uh, care for that. Wait, was that his luckily, first wife or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, the, the one the that was an opium addict. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't yeah. particularly care for that. That because really went they nowhere. Don't, they don't go into it enough. It, it goes and it, when it and when she dies, it really goes nowhere because he just moves on. No, to the she other. dies off screen, dude. Yeah, they she tell off, you she dies. She dies off screen and then he just on to the next the next woman. Yeah. Which. Wow. Okay. Wyatt Earp's kind of a dick. Yeah, he kind of is. All the herbs are. Yeah. Yeah. They're, kind of. They're they're selfish. They're out for themselves. They only they only get involved because I think the old it's, sheriff been got personally shot. threatened. Well, that and the uh, the old sheriff got shot at night. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Curly Bill was drinking, shot him. And Wyatt steps in, and I feel like there it starts to get a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. But I do love, even even in the most Which is serious, ironic because he 
probably saved his life. They were going to hang that guy. That's true, yeah. They they asked they they were demanding it, and even in the most serious moment, of like a, like okay, this guy was kind of a main character right up until right now, and now he's dead, and you still get awesome Doc Holliday commentary. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, yeah, you're probably you're probably seeing double. You can't hit anything. That's why I got two guns, one for each of you. <laughs> Rip! Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. Every everything that he does, every time Val Kilmer's on screen, he does not disappoint. No, every single not, time, not e- not one time, never once breaks character. It just it, it, there's there's little nuances to this performance. You, uh, whenever they first meet the mayor or the uh, or the sheriff rather, uh, Behan, right? Um, and they're out there talking uh, after uh, Johnny Tyler came up with the shotgun. They told you to leave. When uh, you hear Turkey Creek and uh, Creek Johnson uh, shooting out there, when the first shot goes off, if you look, Doc Holliday's the only one that doesn't look up. He's not. He's 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 so used to it, it doesn't phase him. Hmm. And just and just the fact that he is, you know, constantly hiding his cough, constantly sweating. Mm-hmm. It's just little little things like that that let you know that this character's not going to make it. I knew from the yeah. first. Fir- I didn't know anything about the history of the character. I didn't know. I had never seen the movie before, and I'm just thinking, they're going to take this character away from me. I'm glad they did it at the end too, because he deserved to be in that whole movie. Oh yeah, 100. percent Like I don't. Like I said, don't know the history, but he better. He better last until the credits or <laughs> right before. And I, he did. Okay. Whew, that was close. Man, I love that guy. And then it's just disappointing to see what happened to him afterwards. Oh yeah, and I'm talking about Val Kilmer, of course. Like, yeah, he. D- I don't know what he did after Tombstone that I can think of that was actually any good. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. I didn't see it. That was the last thing I saw him in that was any good because I think he took Batman after this role. Uh, when did Tombstone come out? Uh, late '90s. Okay, late '90s. I'm pretty sure. It, it doesn't strike me as a late '90s film, but uh, I yeah I for some reason I thought this came out around the same time as Top Gun. Oh no no this is an '80s film though. Tombstone release date '93. Uh, oh early '90s. Okay, but yeah um, yeah Batman was after that, but I don't know how long after that because I know that was Batman. the last time that he was viable as an actor, which is a shame because. You see how talented he was. Oh, God, yeah. He brought it. And the fact that he didn't get an Oscar, at least nomination for this, kind of breaks my heart because I thought the I entire... just said t- proves the Oscars being shit. Yeah, because I was watching it. The first time I saw it, I was maybe 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And I thought at the end of the movie, okay, that was amazing. I'm sure that that was a performance that you know people have talked about forever because I had just seen it nine years ago. And my friend was like, no, never got anything. Really? That's just ridiculous. Now, I understand maybe, I understand, you know, everybody else in the movie not really getting anything because Kurt Russell is just being Kurt Russell with a mustache. Yeah, he kind of is, he, which is fine. But well, Yeah, it was totally fine because he was just doing what Kurt Russell does in movies to me. Nothing really stood out from his performance here as opposed to Big Trouble Little China, Escape from New York, those kinds of films. No, it was Kurt Russell. He's always Kurt Russell. Exactly. Sam Elliott, 
the exact same story. It was just Sam Elliott being Sam Elliott. A badass. A badass, But still yeah. Sam Elliott. And you didn't even have to ask him to grow a mustache. He's like, <laughs> I already got you. I got you covered. And for some reason, Bill Paxton was in this film. It was, <laughs> I do love, like, I don't know why. I love the... Um, the side characters that are in this that you that I wouldn't have thought of, like, oh my god, there's Billy Zane and Billy Bob Thornton. What? Yeah. The, the first time I saw the movie, I, and, I had to ask my and, friend. I'm like, is that Billy Bob Thornton? And Luke Perry. Yeah. I had to ask my friend, like, is that Billy Bob Thornton? She's like, yeah. I'm like that is weird. I mean, I could I could hear his voice, but the face looked weird for some reason. But I heard it before you even saw his face. Like, God damn it, yeah. how many times I gotta tell you to stop doing that in my face or whatever the hell he said? And I'm like, that's Billy Bob Thornton. And I, I love in this movie that the, you you mentioned that it makes me think of that scene. I love this movie twice introduces you to uh, Kurt to uh I said about to say Kurt Russell to Wyatt Earp. The first is when he's when the guy's hitting the horse to get him off the train. Yeah, and uh, he takes the crop from him and hits him right in the fucking face with it. That was <laughs> Hurts, great. Don't it? But when he when he goes into the Oriental and he takes that uh, he takes the blackjack or the dealing job away from him. What is the name of that game? I, th- I thought it was Bell. I thought that was blackjack. No, it wasn't. It's not blackjack. It's something else. Um, it's all about. There's no skill involved at all. It's completely chance. But huh. Anyway, oh, like five uh, card draw or something? No, 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 no. It's it's they just throw down cards. It's hmm. yeah, it's it's completely about chess. I forget the name of it. Um, but when he's when he's in there talking to him, he said, "You're when he's you're sitting in my chair." It, it you you really see what this character is all about. It shows you right then and there that he's no one to be trifled with. He he he's got his ideals. He's stubborn. Well, he can also read people because he yeah. knew for a fact. Before he even went up there, that Billy Bob's character was a coward. Yeah, exactly. That's something I loved. Is that because he wouldn't just do that to anyone? I don't think. But he he ran up right to him and just started slapping him in the face, just like you're gonna do. You're gonna skin that smoke wagon or just stand there and bleed. <laughs> okay, that was pretty impressive piece of dialogue you got there. Uh, I'm almost intimidated. And, and he I'm, grabs him by his ear like a little kid and, and throws just him throws out. him out. And then he comes back with a shotgun and then realizes who he is. And Doc's just like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you were there. You may go. That's one of my favorite lines ever. I don't even know what it means, but I've used it when women have asked me, how are you? Why I'm rolling. What is that? What is that? I don't know what it means, but if like, they get the reference, like, good like on he's them. on a roll. Is, okay. Yeah. Fair. Why I am rolling. <laughs> Virgil. <laughs> But uh, you know, and the insult he gives the sheriff when he comes up after he shakes uh, everybody's hand vigorously, so happy to see you, and he throws his cane in the other hand, sticks his head up. Sorry, you'll have to forgive me if I don't shake hands. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you know, as much as I do love Curly Bill, uh, I just feel like another character who didn't really bring it was Johnny Ringo. I mean, Michael Bean was really just, he just seemed not interested in this role. No, I... I, I With the exception of maybe the, the part in the saloon where they're throwing guns down and just, you know, showing off their skill. He, no, I think he's into he's it. very one-dimensional he, to me. It's because Michael Bean doesn't have range. Yeah, exactly. He's, maybe that maybe it's that or he just or he just wasn't interested, but he was not selling me as, as Johnny Ringo. He's... I wish he would have been another part. If that could, makes any sense, he could have he could have played Morgan for all I care. That actually would have been a lot better, um, I think. 
and cast somebody else as Johnny Ringo because yeah, he, he, there's there's parts of his of his performance that fall flat. You know who could have done it, and he was in the film. I don't even know if they gave him a name. Michael Rooker. You know the na- he played Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy, and he was in this film. Yeah, yeah. That's, he was one of the cowboys. That's yeah, he was one of the cowboys that defected mm-hmm. to join Wyatt, and they kill him off screen. I'm like, why are you killing? Because I, I met the man in person. I met Michael Rooker, and then I then I watched it again, and I forgot they killed him, and I felt bad because I'm like, oh, dude. He's like such a you. nice, yeah. He's such a sweet guy in person. Like I, I talked to him for like a good half hour, and then they killed him. A fictional character, well, maybe not fictional, but in this film, like, oh man, they killed Michael Rooker. That sucks. I love that guy. It's just such a dumb thing to think, but it happened. But I think he could. I mean, hell, let him play um, Johnny Ringo because he does have range when he played Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah. So. I don't know. I wasn't there at the time when the when the casting. Well, I was fucking three. <laughs> so I'm not a I'm not a casting agent. But Michael Bean was a big name at the time mm-hmm. because of Terminator. Yeah. But I just it di- it didn't it didn't sell for me. There's there's another uh, performance in this movie that often gets overlooked, and that's uh, Stephen Lang as Ike Clanton. Uh, you're gonna have to help me on that one. Ike, the dumb one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the same actor that is that is the uh, head uh, military guy in Avatar. That's the same actor. Are you shitting me? I'm not kidding. You didn't know that, did you? That looks nothing like. I, I swear. I just, right, I just back, looked it up. I'm going back to Google because that does not, dude. He. Got, I can remember his name, but I've always known that. He got fucking ripped. Mm-hmm. In between then and now. So I'm just going to go ahead. This is happening in real time. So we're just going to go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you. That is ridiculous. You should listen to me every now and again. Well, I'm. <laughs> Sometimes, some things you just got to see for yourself. <laughs> and tell me he didn't knock it out the damn park. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he did. But my God, that looks nothing like him now. No. Or in Tombstone. Jesus, what a transformation that guy went through. I guess puberty hit him late or something because. <laughs> That is crazy. And I love Stephen Lang. I didn't even know that was him. Yeah, that's him. Because it, it looks nothing like him. I, I, kn- I didn't know that until I saw Avatar. I was like, wait, that's the same guy. I didn't about even his put face, that together. Something about his face. I was like, I know him from somewhere. So I looked it up. And I was I, like, holy shit. And I watched Avatar, or I watched Tombstone yesterday. <laughs> and still didn't realize And I it. still didn't recognize him. That's amazing. All right. Well, you learned. So, you, I learned that's two things I've learned today. Nice. And I forgot what the first one was, but <laughs> I'll always remember this one because now I'll be like, "Hey, did you ever watch Avatar?" Yeah, that's that's what's his face. But his his dumbfoundery uh, is and cowardice. Oh my, it's legendary. Uh huh. Um, even for the real guy, it was legendary. Ike Clanton was a coward. Um, yeah, he uh, basically just um, counted on the notoriety of yes. the actual gang to get him by, and then when somebody actually stood up to him, he pissed his pants. Always. Yeah. And that's... Especially of, when he's coming up to get Curly Bill from Kurt Russell after he shoots the uh, the marshal. Yeah. And he, and <laughs> Wyatt just throws his gun up in his face, puts it in his head, you die first. Get it? Your friends may get me in a rush, but not before I turn your head into a canoe. You understand me? That was... The ooh, fear was, in his eyes. And so, just, come just, on, dude, he's... Blo- no, he ain't bluffing. That, that is one of, that's one of the better 
Kurt Russell moments in this movie was that. Yeah. Because the conviction he had when he said that to him, I was like, holy crap, this dude is a badass. Yeah. But then again, that's Kurt Russell, dude. Yeah, it is. That's why I, I like him in this role. Yeah, he's being oh, yeah. Kurt Russell, but he's... Because Kurt, because I mean, Wyatt Earp is kind of a Kurt Russell esque character already. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was perfect. He was basically he he was made for that role. I mean, I w- I can't think of anybody at the time that I would rather have him p- have play him because the other action stars of that time had stupid accents, thinking Stallone <laughs> and Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty awful. No, and I damn sure don't want to see Bruce Willis with a mustache. That's that just sounds like it would look weird. That would have been a completely different movie. Oh God, yeah. But like I like I said, uh, as as great as Kurt Russell is in this character, Doc Holliday is the star in my opinion. Even though he he would if he won an Oscar, it would have been a supporting role. Oh yeah, absolutely. But he 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 is the star of this movie. And we said everything. You said a lot about the performance in this film because they're so hard to overlook. Um, but there's something else that this movie does very very well, and that's build tension. Mm-hmm. It's all the way up. They're building tension around this conflict between the Earps and the uh, and the Cowboys, and right when you get to that to the, when that tension bursts, it bursts whenever uh, uh, Wyatt Earp hits that kid in the head with his own pistol. That's that was the pop. You got a fight coming coming today. That's right. Yep. So it, it just all the way up. To, everyone's and I I like how this. They didn't save the OK Corral for last. I yeah. That was the end of Act Two. Uh, Everything yeah, went to shit. There was because this is a pretty long movie. It's, yeah, it's, it's a little over two hours. And I think yeah, the OK Corral thing happens at around the hour mark, which is I'm totally fine with. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was the end but, of Act Two. It was a perfect way to end that act. But at the same time, uh, I think. After that, the movie like there's a timing problem after that. Because I felt like it starts to drag a little bit after the OK Corral just to get us to the other thing, which was, you know, them uh, Yeah, because them. they take their time getting them out of town. Yeah. Um, I mean, even the even the sequence when they're coming after them and they shoot Morgan and uh, they come into the wives and they shoot up the house. and Yeah, that kind of... That, even, that even, takes a little bit. Even that, Morgan getting shot, I'm just like, can we get to the other thing, please? I, I, I don't care. It's Bill Paxton. He dies in everything. <laughs> I mean, wh- I mean, Kurt Russell convinced me he was sad, but <laughs> <laughs> did he really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, he. I. I don't know. I give that when he was being sad. I give that performance about a B minus. But when he's angry, oh, A plus oh, all the yeah. way, dude. All the way. But yeah, his sadness is kind of. It's almost funny to me mm-hmm. but yeah i think after the okay everything before the okay corral is is great mm-hmm. there's nothing slow about it I, I you hang on their every word but after that for me it it's, starts to slow down yeah and i just want to skip to the the hunt it's because tombstone is such an interesting place to be and they do such a great job with world building in this movie that you believe this yeah this really happened but we're going to make you believe that you're there Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I love that about this film. It kind of it transports you there. Yeah, but I feel like there's more they could have done to keep me hooked after the hour mark. If, if I, I know it's it's just and it's probably the only complaint that I have about this film besides Bill Paxton. <laughs> That's a given. Yeah, so I'm just gonna stop saying that. Besides, besides the the the, the timing issue after the OK Corral, I have no issue with this film at all. No, no, not really. 
it's 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 wonderfully directed. It's well acted. It's greatly cast. Um, has a lot. It has has a lot of great pacing. Other than that part, yeah, absolutely. Uh, because whenever he gets to the train station and shoots him in the back with the shotgun and tells him he's coming after him. That's when it picks up again. Oh yeah, I, I love that part of the movie. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the point in the movie I usually skip to is the train sequence where you know he's got he's got his badge. He's like, it's legal. I see a red sash. I kill the man wearing it. Let him know I'm coming. Oh yeah. shit! And hell's coming with me. You hear me? Yep. That that's such a great line, and I that's when the movie picks up again for me. Everything before everything in between those two moments, I kind of just don't care about. It was it was almost like the priest in the beginning prophesized it because. That's what he was saying. Oh yeah, that's another part I skip. A white horse is coming, and yeah, and upon him was death, and hell rode with him. That's who Kurt Russell is. Yeah, I I skip that scene too. Actually, now that I think about it, because I know what it is, and it really does nothing for me. It lets you, you it, let, it introduces you to the Cowboys, yeah, which is a good place to start. It is, but once I mean, since I since I've already seen it, right. It does nothing for me now because I already know who the Cowboys are. So I'm just going to go ahead and cut to Kurt Russell and the, the Earps arriving at Tombstone. That's yeah. where the movie's going to start for me because I've already seen it. Which is not, I mean, I've, no, 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 no. I, I do that with, with a lot of films. Yeah, it's best, yeah, like uh, with uh, like we talked about with Predator. Just mm-hmm. skip to the helicopter scene. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of movies you can do that. Uh, I think. I, I believe I do that with Back to the Future as well. I skip, uh, you know, because the, the intro's so long with the clocks and oh, Marty, yeah, yeah. Marty plugging just in his guitar. Get, go ahead and get to the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah just get to the, the uh, power of love. Once the song starts, mm-hmm. the movie starts, yeah. in my opinion, because nothing really happens. Just like with Tombstone, which I am now out of things to say about. It's a it's a wonderful film. If you've never seen it, I don't know why you're listening to this, but I can't believe um, that on Rotten Tomatoes it only has like a seventy three or something. And it's because of the little of the little things that that we talked about that don't would, bother us. Yeah, that don't. I would. I mean, I consider those subjective because I don't think that's a technical problem with the movie. The no. things that the, the the things that divide the critics. You on know this what film? it is that you know what I I bet I bet I know what it is. It brings down the score. Bill Paxton. It's Bill Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I am hating on the dead right now. Oh. I am so sorry. He is. I'm sure he's a wonderful. He was a wonderful guy. Oh, I'm sure he was too. But, but no, he was just not great as Morgan Earp. No, I don't think he was either. It's part of this. That's the one part of the movie I can live without. But other than that, this this everything from front to back is tied up with a little bow. I love it. It's, it's it's just a good watch. It's a good movie. Yeah, I would. Uh, it's one of those that you no matter where it's at on TV, you're going to stop and watch it every time. Oh yeah, and it's definitely one that I can I can watch once a year and mm-hmm. just get as much enjoyment out of it as right. I did the last time. And, de- I, and definitely better than a, than the movie that came out like right with it, wider starring Kevin, with Kevin Costner. Costner. Yeah, I have not. Se- I saw maybe a half hour of that movie, that and movie I quit. Is so goddamn boring yeah i made it 30 minutes in thinking like when is this going to get good it apparently did not according to some friends of mine i'm like no good so i can turn it off i've never finished that film i can't do it i haven't either that's that's i've never finished wyatt earp and i've never ever finished uh alexander i don't know that one uh with uh colin farrell It it was an oliver stone film back in the early 2000s nah never never seen it had rosario dawson in it and I've never finished the Hulk. 
with Eric Bana <laughs> if we're if we're sharing secrets. But yeah, I mean, there's just there's something about that Wyatt Earp movie. I just dude, it, it was boring. So I boring. Tr- I tried. I made like I said, I made it 30 minutes, and I'm like, does this get better? No. Then why'd you make me watch it? <laughs> well, you had to know the history of Tombstone. I didn't. I trusted Kurt Russell to tell me everything I needed to know about Tombstone. I mean, I've seen documentaries on the on the events, but if I want to watch a documentary, I'm going to watch a documentary. Yeah, I'm not going to watch a movie disguised as a documentary. Uh, yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah, vice versa. Strike I just, that. Reverse I don't, it. Uh, no. It, was not, it takes so long for anything to happen. There's so many pointless scenes in that film. I'm going off on a tangent, but I just I, Tombstone is just a it, it ages better. Yeah, it really does. Uh, I I I definitely see. I didn't. That's why I didn't even know when it was made because you said it was like '99. I'm like, really? I I I feel like it was made in '93, but it, I I wouldn't know unless I looked it up because yeah, it does age very well. Very well. So it's just a, it's just a, a very well made film. Uh huh. A lot of fun. Never seen it. Watch it. It's, it's, even if you don't like westerns, this is a good film. That was another thing that sold me on it because my, the friend of mine who made me watch this, I, I told her, I'm like, I'm not really a western guy. She's like, that does not matter at all. No, I like. All right, this movie. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I trust you. I'm gonna try it. And then halfway through this movie, like, I, I love Doc Holliday. As soon as he showed up, I'm like, this this this, this motherfucker better better stick around and like halfway through when we got to the okay corral i was like okay you're right i, I love this movie i how much longer an hour make it two i don't care right. I, I could do this all day because i i typically don't like westerns but tombstone is so much more than that that yeah, yeah i i've told people that hey this is you got to take that part out of your brain and just it, remove it it in a way transcends the genre um, it, it because, does. because i do like westerns i you know I like the tr- your true grits and Shane and uh, you know Fistful of Dollars and I-, I love all those movies, but this is my favorite western, uh, and that and that's above Logan because Logan's a western too, um, but this this one I have the most fun watching this movie if you ta- if you want to talk about westerns. I understand that it's, it's my favorite one to watch. It's just I never get tired of it. Yeah, and I've seen the ones that are considered like the the must sees, like yeah. Good, Bad, Ugly. Seen it, Fistful of Dollars. I saw the remake of True Grit, but not the John Wayne one. And I really liked it mm-hmm. because I liked um, uh, Matt Damon and Jeff Bridges. Yeah, uh, and I wanted to see it. Loved that one. But yeah, this is definitely my favorite western of the ones that I've seen. I don't actively go out and look for them. Mm-hmm. I I stay out of that section when I'm in a movie store. Right. But this one is fantastic. Sometimes I get on a Western kick, and I want to go and find some I've never seen, and maybe some ones I have seen before that I adore. That's fair. But uh, see, not, I got, even I, if you're not like that, you can you can still watch this movie and have a great time. See, you get on Western kicks. I get on Kurt Russell kicks somehow. I'm like, <laughs> I'll start watching Escape from New York. I'm like, oh, that was great. I want to watch Big Trouble Little China. That was great. I want to watch The Thing. That was great. I want to watch Tombstone. <laughs> what is happening? I can't stop. <laughs> You forget how many good movies he was in. Yeah, I don't forget. I don't forget. I have to remind people. Like I don't really like Kurt Russell. I'm like I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna go down this list and you can shut the fuck up forever <laughs> if you don't like these this 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 this. He's in a Disney film that I like. He's in Sky High and I love it. <laughs> no, he's pretty great. Yeah, that, 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 that's all I've got too. Uh, I have gushed and gushed and gushed about this movie. And gave a little bit of a history lesson. How about that? Oh, man. I was trying to think. 
I was just oh I, I was just watching a Kurt Russell film last week. I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy two. I'm like that's oh, Kurt yeah. Russell because <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah, uh, Death Proof. Yes, he's the best part. Even though that movie is slow. Yeah, it is. Oh my god. Well, it's a Tarantino film. That's to be expected. Yeah, I guess. All right, that's it for me. Uh, yeah, me too. With Tombstone, uh, you're good too. Yeah, yeah. We've pretty much said everything that we can about it. And yeah, just uh, stay tuned next week. It's the beginning of Star Wars month here at Press Play. We were we're going to have yeah. a lot of fun and, and be prepared for long episodes because we have a lot to say yeah, about these movies. I th- I don't expect. Um, Episode three of Star Wars month to go as long because there's only two films to cover. Right. And we were debating on what order we were going to go in. I know we originally decided to go with the original trilogy first, but I switched it up on you at the last minute because I have had it with these drunk bar conversations that we keep having, and I just want to get it out. <laughs> we we got to get it out. Yeah, because this is all we've been doing for the last couple of weeks is there's a lull in the conversation, and some reason we just start talking about the prequels again it's it's got to stop. Yeah, it kind of does. Because I we agree. don't really talk about the original trilogy that much because there's nothing for us to harp on. It's just wonderful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So that's, and, that and, has to be the first thing to and do. And don't think either that we're just going to be a couple of fanboys in here harping how Lucas ruined our childhood and uh you know, is has tainted the lore in some way. No. I we will demonstrate how the prequels are just are they they are sub are they are objectively Bad boobies. I would also like to point out I was in my childhood when the prequels came out, so just I, I was nine yeah. or maybe eight when uh, Phantom Menace came out, so he didn't ruin anything for me. Just uh, pissed me off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, though. Also, I I find it hilarious that people can say, "Oh, something ruined your childhood." Really, a movie? Yeah, a movie ruined your childhood. You know, you're old, right? Your childhood's over. It did, it already happened. You didn't ruin a goddamn. You're that's that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. No, but we'll, we'll, we're going to show you guys and go through and just show you how things just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. These scripts were rushed. They it, the filmmaking is amateur. We'll, we'll we'll get into all that. Stay tuned and listen. But be prepared for it to be a long episode. Yes, because I think our longest one to date was probably The Matrix. Mm-hmm. This one is probably going to be longer than that. Oh, I'm sure. Because the Matrix, there's a lot to go through. There's a lot to be said. Yeah, the Matrix was like maybe 45 to 50 minutes. We can beat that. Yeah, probably easily. But I wonder how long people are going to listen before like these guys are just bitching. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Well, until next, we'll see you guys next week. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. Bye.